Hello, and welcome to the season four debut of Allegedly Astrology. Yes. Never thought we'd do it, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Season four feels like just yesterday. Well, if you guys are new here, um, here's the drill. Each week, we break down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. So Dana, kick it off for us. What are we talking about? Today, we're talking about the disappearance of Gabby Petito. Yes. Gabby Petito's missing persons case was everywhere during the fall of 2021. Um, If you were just vaguely on the internet at all, you couldn't have missed it. It was on the news, on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube. It was really all anyone could talk about because it was the type of story America eats up. It was two young, hot, white kids that are seemingly the perfect couple. They go on a road trip and one of them doesn't come back. It's literally what Lifetime movie dreams are made of. And so before we get into the astrology, let's learn a little bit about Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie. So Gabby was a 22-year-old from Long Island, New York. What up? So was the dad in the Amityville Horror, Big Ron, I recall, also from Long Island. So Gabby was working as a nutritionist and at a juice bar before she decided to throw it all away and become a travel influencer. So her plan was to travel the U.S. and post about her travels and live tweet that sweet, sweet influencer life. But it wasn't just her that would be going on this little trip. Yes. Her fiancé, Brian, would also be joining her. The two met in high school and had recently gotten engaged. They later broke off the engagement because of COVID, but were still boyfriend and girlfriend. And we're just mentioning all that because sometimes he's referred to as Gabby's fiance, sometimes as her boyfriend, but regardless, they were together. And at the time of the trip, the two were living in Florida with Brian's parents. And now that we know a little bit about their backstory, Dana, tell us about their big threes. Okay. So we don't have a birth time for either of them. Um, and in Gabby's case, that means we don't know her rising or her moon, but she had a Pisces yeah. sun and either an Aries or a Taurus moon. And so Pisces suns are dreamers and like stereotypically the ones who would quit their jobs at a juice bar to travel across <laughs> the country with their boyfriend in a van. <laughs> Um, and if she's an Aries moon, she would have had the same moon sign as Rihanna and thus be like quick to share what's on her mind and definitely would feel comfortable letting someone know when they've offended her um, or, you know, be like passionate and excited and like a super fun like lively person uh she had a taurus moon she'd be more chill and maybe like less likely to travel the country in a van the sun entered taurus late at night on her birthday so she's most likely an aries moon uh Mm. and based on the story i think she's also an aries moon um brian uh we don't have his birth time either of course but we know that he's a scorpio sun and a cancer moon so this is a very watery chart Scorpio suns are enigmatic and have like personas that can be really hard to grip, which is invariably attractive, which could have been how he won over cool Gabby. I'm just literally deciding she's cool because I think she's an Aries moon like Rihanna. Um, (laughs) Anyway, though, but the moon rules cancer. uh, So his moon is at home in cancer and cancer moons are emo, but like used to being emo. So usually 
like our friend Sarah here can buckle yes. down through whatever, like could really roll up their sleeves and sob through getting a job done. Um, <laughs> but they also like I would just say like a cancer moon knows how to like ensure that life stays in flux. Another mm-hmm. twin twin moon of mine <laughs> from the outside, a.k.a. Instagram. Brian and Gabby seemed super cute, like having it all together. But friends of the couple came forward to say that wasn't exactly the case. Allegedly, the couple was pretty on again, off again and would be fine one second and then just like in some sort of like dramatic fight the next. So cancer moon life. Cancer moon life. (laughs) And uh, others said Brian had trust issues and was really possessive of Gabby. Basically, the consensus is that they always had drama, um, you know, like a lot of 22 year old relationships, but no one ever saw any physical abuse. People also claim that they did really like each other or maybe even in love. We don't know. We weren't there. But Dana, what is their sinistry show? So Brian's Jupiter is like tightly conjunct Gabby's Uranus and Aquarius and usually Usually I leave outer planets like Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto last in Sinistry, but this feels pertinent, and so I just went with my soul. Uh, Uranus rules magnets and, like, thus magnetic attraction and relationships, and Jupiter is a planet of, like, good faith and goodwill. And in Aquarius, this is pretty interesting. Aquarius can be touch and go in relationships. It's the sign that relates to, like, humanity as a whole. The collective is the word we're using for that now. And it's just super cerebral and plus ruled by Saturn, so it can be, like, closed off and really into enforcing boundaries as a way to keep themselves protected. This creates like an interesting dichotomy because like magnetic attraction in a sign that's closed off is, you know, very much like the on again, off again. Right. Um, And so Brian also has Chiron and Scorpio conjunct Gabby's natal Mars retrograde. Um, And this isn't like necessarily concerning, but it is an aspect that speaks to like depth and pain. And Mars rules knives in Scorpio. uh, And so Gabby's Mars is in domicile, plus it's retrograde, which could make her have these like super intense feelings as well as perhaps like hold her emotions in until they just pop and then she kind of goes off. Mm -hmm. And Mars in Scorpio is passionate um, and intelligent, which makes it calculating. Chiron in Scorpio is likely to have some sort of complexes related to sex and power because Chiron is about our complexes. Scorpio is a sign about sex and power. And so her Mars could have made Brian feel empowered um, and his Chiron could have made her feel understood because Chiron tends to be like the healer who can't heal themselves, but heals themselves through healing others. And so Scorpio is withholding and secretive. So this might, you know, felt like it was them against the world at times. So then also made like maybe it maybe made it hard to navigate their own trust issues within their relationship with this aspect. Um, And finally, like Brian Saturn and Aries is conjunct Gabby's Jupiter and possibly uh, co-present with her moon. And so if Gabby's moon's in Aries, this aspect would have certain positives and negatives that would be like pretty difficult, I think, especially for a young couple couple to navigate. First of all, like Saturn's about commitment. And a lot of times the Saturn aspects in sinistry and in our lives like become easier to deal with after our Saturn returns. So like premature of that, it could feel just like sort of uh, where we're closed off or like obstacles that are maybe feel insurmountable. And so Saturn is about commitment and the moon is about our emotions and our needs. So this is like positive, right? Like he might feel committed to her emotions and they could feel sort of like they want to work that through. That's the positive of this aspect. The negative could be that Saturn is also about withholding and about boundaries. And the moon is like your feelings and your safety. So it could feel difficult uh for brian to maybe to understand gabby's emotions and thus he just wouldn't acknowledge them perhaps or 
Uh, I mean, Aries moons have big emotions. It's like the sign of like it's ruled by Mars. So Aries are, you know, passionate. Uh, it's a fire sign. Um, and it could also be that like maybe Gabby would, uh, you know, kind of go off a bit or have emotions even though she would get through them on her own quickly. But like if he shuts down in that time, that would just like piss her off even more. That would make an Aries moon fully go off. If like someone is just not responding to you, that's like just like really fanning the flames of anyone's anger. If they have a fire moon, right, Elise? Definitely. I like (laughs) need people to constantly emote to me or else. (laughs) Aries tend to be self-validating Aries moons, um, but Still, if you're like in a relationship and you're, you know, like, like hey, yeah. you know, and that person's just like, you who, I know their synastry is interesting. I also keep looking at Brian's how he has, um, it's not like a close conjunction, but like he has Mercury at conjunct Pluto. And I feel like that to me also is very like controlling with words. Maybe the way he talks to her is very, you know, controlling and I don't know. I think that just like popped up. I saw a few tweets about how Mercury and Sagittarius like tends to make people good at chess. So this would make someone like good at like verbal chess, right? Especially Mm. in Pluto, it's like power. So maybe wanting to like use sort of like these checkmate moves in a game that like someone else is like, can we just fucking communicate? Well, we'll get into it later, but there's like a few examples where I feel like now it just kind of clicked for me and I'm like, oh, that's probably actually what he was doing was that Mercury and Sag. Real time cracking the code. That's what you can hear (laughs) at Allegedly Astrology. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so it's July 2021 and they finally tell their mom and dad to like fuck off and leave from New York for what was supposed to be a four month cross country road trip. They wanted to hit up all the national parks in the western U.S. and camp in their van, which to me sounds like an absolute nightmare but like you know whatever she's pisces life she's probably having the time of her life but they planned on documenting the trip on instagram and youtube using the hashtag hashtag van life so what was going on the day they set out west to make it as influencers okay this was july 2nd 2021 and the sun was in cancer and the moon was in aries and so aries and cancer form a square to one another by sign and so when the sun squares the moon, that's a quarter moon. And since the moon in Aries is a sign that comes before Cancer, it's a last quarter moon. Um, and the last quarter moon, it can be, I mean, any quarter moon is like a tense and uncomfortable, but this one's about closing something up, right? It's the last quarter. Mm-hmm. So usually it kind of feels like a push to change something that's been in motion for a while. Mm-hmm. So this could be like, you know, significant for a couple. Uh, like it could be like the time when you're like, you know, trying to fix stuff or maybe a time when you're realizing maybe that something you know, maybe isn't working and then you still kind of push for it anyway because you like have to like seal it up. Um, also significant because Brian's moon's in cancer. So the sun would have been illuminating his feelings all cancer season. And Gabby's moon is perhaps an Aries. And so maybe like an Aries, I mean, this it, it would have been her monthly lunar return, which would have kind of colored her life and emotions for that month. So this whole chart is kind of like her lunar return. And so whether or not her moon is in Aries or um, in Taurus, she would have this aspect in her lunar return. Mars and Leo opposite Saturn and Aquarius. And so Mars and Leo is definitely big influencer energy. Um, and Saturn and Aquarius could relate to road trips, but mostly it's going to be about like the constriction of freedom, you know, like COVID. Or being trapped in a van. Yeah. Not really a pleasant aspect generally. I have it natally. It sucks. Uh, it's maybe like good for weight training, but it's definitely like the aspect that makes you bite a pillow and like power through. Uh, 
Mars is the lesser malefic, Saturn's the greater malefic. Oppositions are aspects about relationships and awareness. And so it's really a battle of wills and like an unstoppable force and an immovable object are meeting, but also both convinced that they can get the other to cave. So it's just really not a great inception chart for a road trip with your partner because this is going yes. to be the energy that colors it. Yeah. I also feel like it reminds me of when people try and solve their relationship problem by having a baby. I wonder if they were like, let's just go on a road trip. Let's abandon our jobs and become influencers. This will solve everything. (laughs) No. Everything will be better now when we're trapped in a tiny van. So um, the trip, for the most part, seems to be going well. Gabby talks to her parents often. She really makes an effort to keep in touch. But the cracks in Gabby and Brian's relationship really start to become public by the time they get to Moab, Utah. And this is where we have that infamous footage that everybody is like aware of now, the police body cam video of them fighting after they were pulled over. Yes. So the way it goes down is that bystanders see a couple arguing, and then both Gabby and Brian were described as getting into a physical fight. And it was bad enough that onlookers called the police. But before, but before the police could get there, they left. And then police put a call to be on the lookout for people matching Gabby and Brian's description. So a little while later in the day, Gabby and Brian get pulled over for driving like maniacs. They were speeding and their van ran over a curb. So the cop kind of was like, what the fuck? No. And like pulled them over. So he comes to their window for like a routine check and he discovers like it's just like a shit show. Gabby is crying nonstop. She like can't catch her breath. Brian has scratches all over him. Like it's not a good vibe. Like clearly something is wrong. So the cops decide to separate the couple to talk to each of them on their own to see what's going on. Right. And when they talk to Gabby, she's super upset and she says she's been really stressed out because she has anxiety and OCD. So being in a cramped van with her messy boyfriend is a lot to deal with. And they had been getting in fights throughout the trip. And Brian also told a similar story, saying that all the time in the van together was putting a lot of strain on their relationship. Yeah. And if you watch the video, it is really sad. Like she seems so stressed out and just like unhappy and you're like oh i wish i could help you but the cops tell gabby you know they're like yo we have reports that brian hit you is this true and this is when she says oh i actually hit him first and then to kind of like push me away he grabbed me by the face to like push me back so the cops are like okay so they call up the witness again and they're like what exactly happened and the witness says that He saw the couple fighting and then he saw Gabby trying to get into the van. And in order to do that, she was hitting Brian, but he never saw Brian hitting her. So what the witness did see was Brian pushing her and not hitting her. Yes. And so ultimately through this, um, so ultimately the police determined that Gabby was the aggressor in the situation based on the eyewitness accounts that they had received. And so the police talk and they give them two options. They could either charge Gabby with domestic assault or she could claim a mental health break. And Brian doesn't want Gabby to go to jail. So they go with the mental health break and the police split the two of them up. So Brian goes to a hotel and Gabby stays in the van. But the This wasn't the only example of things getting dicey for them on this trip. Another time at a restaurant in Wyoming, Brian was like freaking out at the waitstaff. Gabby was crying, causing a big scene. So it just seemed like 
everything was adding up to this trip being a stressful disaster. But despite all of these like things popping up, they continue on with their van adventures. Brian actually went back home for a while and Gabby stayed on the trip because he wanted to clear out a storage locker. Oh, God. I think they wanted to, as they were on the road, even though they were fighting, it sounds like they wanted to extend the trip. So because of that, he wanted to like free up some money and get stuff out of the storage locker and close it out so he would have more to keep on the road. Everything, as we know, until this point was pretty chill, but then eventually Gabby stopped talking to her parents, which is a red flag, because she talks to him all the time. She also stopped posting on Instagram, which is another red flag. And then Brian returns to Florida again with the van and without Gabby. And this is the most red flag thing ever. Yes. And Brian comes home and literally says nothing about Gabby. Apparently he wouldn't say a single thing about the last time he saw her. Literally nothing. And yet after about a week of silence after his return, the whole laundry family just packed up and's like, let's go camping for the weekend. So while they're off dicking around in the woods, Gabby's parents are trying to figure out like where the hell she is. Remember, it's important. And to me, this was like blew my mind. Like Gabby lived with Brian and his parents. She wasn't like some random hood rat that they didn't know. Like she lived in their home. So her parents had been trying to get Brian and he didn't answer. And then when he didn't answer, they went to Brian's parents and they didn't answer. And at one point, I know. Then at one point, like Gabby's dad, she has like stepdad and her real dad. Her real dad went to the Landry's house for answers because he lived in Florida too. Wow. But yeah, no one is really sure what happened when her dad went to the house. But we do know that Gabby's mom and stepdad were the ones that ultimately reported her missing. So what was going on that day? So that was on September 11th, 2021 at the Suffolk County Police Department. At this point... Venus and the moon are in Scorpio opposite Uranus. And um, if you listen to this show, you may know that Uranus oppositions keep showing up in all of our breaking news charts, um, which isn't surprising. Uranus is a planet of like shock, surprise. Um, But also the sun is in Virgo opposite Neptune and Pisces. um, And the sun is like the human spirit. Neptune is fog, deception, inebriation, anything that relates to like a lack of clarity. And that opposition is going to make it super difficult to get answers. Um, Also, Mars is in Virgo. Uh, Mars and Virgo is almost exactly opposite Gabby's natal sun Mercury retrograde conjunction in Pisces. So like I said, the sun is spirit and Mars is like war or violence. So like most of the time, this doesn't really spell murder. But in this case, this is like kind of a literal interpretation of that aspect. It's like Mars is opposite someone's spirit. uh, And it's, just really making it difficult to get any answers. Damn, sad. So the Landry camping excursion ends. Everyone comes back home, even Brian. And at this point, Brian is named a person of interest in Gabby's disappearance. Because as we know from every true crime podcast and Dateline episode, it's normal for police to investigate the spouse or partner first because when someone dies or goes missing, odds are it was done by someone they know. So you start with people that are closest to the person, work your way out, and that would mean starting with Brian. It's a cuddly but true fact. You guys have a better chance of killing me than (laughs) anyone else. It's true. Um, The police show up to talk to Brian and his parents, and Brian's parents 
parents are like, yo, talk to our lawyer. We're not saying shit. So like, fuck them. And the police are like, okay, cool losers. While we're here, we're just going to take this big, ugly white van and take a look at it. So it's at this time that news of Gabby's disappearance really takes the media by storm. And, you know, we know that hundreds of people go missing every day. Um, her story gained a lot of interest because she was this pretty 22 year old white girl. Um, you could see her social media posts like up until she started posting. Um, there was the whole traffic stop footage you could analyze. And remember, it was still very much like a pandemic world and people had a ton of time on their hands. They wanted to sleuth. And I would argue that this is probably you know, the first like true like TikTok um, era missing persons case. And I think like TikTok played a big role in perpetuating sort of this this news cycle far across the Internet. So uh, what was going on the day Gabby's story was reported? All right. So that's September 13th um, in London. We're using the Daily Mail because that's who broke the story first. And that's what the TikToker that made the TikTok that went viral saw. So we're like basing it on that story, that article. Right. The, the first one. So Venus was in Scorpio opposite Uranus and Taurus, which again, um, these Uranus oppositions are literally breaking news in, in at least a lot of the episodes that we've done. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the, and also say like uh, Uranus and Taurus is ruled by Venus. So it's ruled by its, the planet opposing it. And so Venus relates to women and is in detriment in Scorpio. In astrology, the planets are like action and signs are the agenda. So like here, the action is love and Scorpio's agenda is extreme depth. And Venus and Scorpio feels wounded. So this is like a wounded young woman. Scorpio can also be secretive and she was missing. Um, And like, like I said, the Uranus oppositions, you know, break signal breaking news. So like. This is a story about a missing woman and one that took the whole like country or world by surprise. Damn. So literal again. It's extremely literal. So literal. Astrology strike again. Um, so as you know, the Landry family is just not trying to talk. It's not in the cards for them. But then all of a sudden they ask police to come to their house because now, surprise, surprise, Brian is missing. And the police are like, well, fuck us. Okay. So they start a manhunt to go find his ass. Why he was allowed to just like casually leave his house, I don't know. But Brian's lawyer tells news outlets that, quote, Brian was very upset when he left. Like, okay. And allegedly he had gone hiking on this 25,000 acre nature park that was super swampy, filled with alligators. Everyone's searching for Brian. His parents, now they decide they want to be involved in something. So they go searching and miraculously they find his car, but no Brian. So that's never a good sign. And even local legend i'm not sure if he's from florida i think he's actually from hawaii but dog the bounty hunter got involved because of course he did of course he did look at that glorious blonde mane i miss him so while this brian shit show is going on sad 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 um gabby's remains are found yes and her remains um had been found in a very isolated area in grand teton national park in wyoming near a place where the couple's van had been spotted earlier that summer and after an autopsy the coroner determined that she died by strangulation so what was happening the day Gabby's remains were discovered. Um, Okay, so Venus was conjunct Gabby's natal Mars and Scorpio. 
This is about harmony and peace. So this could be like bringing peace to her murder in a way. Scorpio also has a lot of secrets, but avenges itself. Additionally, uh, this is all opposite. Like transiting Uranus in uh, Taurus is opposite. Again, her natal Mars and Venus. And uh, in Taurus, that's the throat. So this is strangulation. Um, which I think an astrologer predicted on Twitter, then got some heat for it. Yeah, everyone dogged her. Well, who's right now? (laughs) I know. So when the remains were found, uh, the moon was in Pisces, and that's Gabby's sun sign, and by the following day, the moon had ingressed to Aries, which is Gabby's potential moon sign. And in that time, like, the moon would have crossed Neptune, which just at least is giving the chance to illuminate the darkness or what had been hidden from her parents regarding her death, right? Remember that Virgo... That sun in Virgo opposite um, Neptune and Pisces opposition when they were like trying to get some answers. The moon, when the moon crosses a planet, that's like brings it down to Earth. So this is sort of like wiping away, you know, what they didn't know. Um, And so, like, you know, this is just sort of like wiping away the laundry secrets, I guess, even though there's so much that is still secret. Obviously, this is not the outcome anyone wanted for Gabby. Um, The cops are kind of like, they kind of like get their shit together. Like, okay, we got to get on this because now it's gone from a missing person to a possible murder investigation. The police check out Gabby's bank transactions and they see Brian was using Gabby's debit card after she was last seen alive. So they're like, fucking sweet. We can now issue a warrant for his arrest because he used someone else's debit card. And that's like not a thing you can do. But unfortunately for them, before they could arrest Brian, remains were found where he had been said to have been hiking. So the way he was found was considered by many to be highly suspect. Um, His parents, who you recall, wanted nothing to do with helping find Gabby, decided to go searching for their son at the nature reserve. And while they're there, Brian's dad finds um, a bag belonging to Brian that contained a notebook and he's like oh uh, weird this is Brian's and then they bring in law enforcement and cadaver dogs and then they find remains that are later confirmed to be Brian's so what's happening around this time so they were found on October 20th and they were confirmed on October 21st so a month has gone by at this point basically between yeah when they found Gabby's remains and when they found Brian's okay so Brian's remains were found on a full moon in Aries which was ruled by Mars and Libra Ooh. which is interesting if i mean this is kind of perhaps just some astro nerd shit but Gabby's body was found when Venus was opposite Uranus and Venus uh and Uranus is ruled by Venus and Scorpio so these are two like Two oppositions that are ruled by the opposing planet, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay, so full moons are periods of illumination and awareness. It's when the sun is opposite the moon. And uh, in Aries, a full moon is going to shed light on, like, an individual matter or, like, individual, like, matters maybe within ourselves in relation, you know, to others. But... In terms of mundane astrology, it's kind of like centered on an individual and the moon answering to Mars and Libra. Um, Mars is uncomfortable in Libra, but Libra wants peace. Like that's why Mars is uncomfortable because Mars wants war. Um, but Libra is also the sign of justice. So this is kind of like closing a case, literally, Damn. even though we never had wow. the case, which sucks. So after an autopsy, the medical examiner found that Brian died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. So fuck him. Wow. 
Damn, there just seem to be so many ways to avoid this, but alas, this case, as tragic as it was, also got a fair amount of criticism. And one reason was the amount of attention for Gabby and the media continuing to perpetuate, um, quote, missing white woman syndrome, which is a term coined by Gwen Eiffel, who broke barriers as a black woman in the Washington press corps. Um, and I mentioned earlier, hundreds of people go missing every day, and especially women of color. This is especially true in Wyoming. Then in Wyoming is where Gabby was found, um, and specifically for indigenous people. So um, 710 indigenous people went missing there between 2011 and 2020. Um, and 85% of those were actually children. And nothing was mentioned about them because, like we said, media only focuses on white women, especially white women from larger media markets like New York and Florida. So um, additionally, the Moab police are also under investigation for how they handled the traffic stop and whether or not they should have arrested Gabby, which maybe she would have been here today. Where does this leave everyone? Um, Gabby's parents started a foundation to help other families searching for missing people. So nice of them. And the Landry's, fuck them, are selling their home. Um, Gabby's death was an open investigation until January 21st, 2022, when the FBI announced they finally were able to like kind of look in that notebook of Brian's that they had found. And they decided that it contained writing that confirmed Brian was responsible for for Gabby's death. So now her case is closed. It honestly felt like it was going on for a long time, but really it was like a month and a half because the media like was talking about it nonstop. It just seemed to like be going on for a long time. But between when she was reported missing and when her remains were found was only like a week. I know. Well, also COVID times, like what is time? I know. I do wonder what's going to happen to his parents because... If they would ever get charged with, like, aiding and abetting. I mean, I guess technically when he went missing, they had charged him with something. Like, charged him with, like, using Gabby's debit card after she was missing. But I wonder... I don't know. I feel like his parents, like, I don't know. I have, like, a lot of dislike for them, to be honest. That makes sense. Yeah. Justifiable. They had her living in their home, and then they did nothing about it. There's just, like, a very strange air around this case. Like, it makes me feel super weird. I don't know. There is. I mean, I guess all murder cases hopefully should, but you know what I mean? Like, this one, there's something off. It does. The whole thing feels off about it, but... I mean, the case is closed, so... There's just information about circumstances as opposed to, like, anything else. Yes. Yeah. And because both the suspect and the victim are dead, like, we will never really know what happened. Sad. Well, we'll see if uh, if anything comes about in the future, because, as Dana always says, people may die, but charts don't. So we might be hearing about Gabby and or Brian um, someday in the future. But until then, we're going to focus our attention next week to the newest Kardashian scandal involving none other than Chloe and Tristan, because these two just never cease to amaze us. And in the meantime, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or now Spotify and DM us a screenshot of that review, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up about it. We also have Allegedly Astrology merch 
on Public. So please head there for sweatshirts, t-shirts, stickers, a whole bunch of other stuff. Fun stuff. And make sure to follow us. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, Hey Hero, and TikTok. And Allegedly Astro on Twitter. Go to our website. Check us out. And you could book a reading with Dana. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. 